all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. You're listening to a podcast of Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Good morning. This is Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. And I'm here with Michelle McAdoo, my producer. So we're talking about dating and courtship. It used to be interchangeable terms, right? They used to be. Most people dated with the intent to marry at times back in the older days and and maybe even moving forward until maybe about, oh, 15, 20 years ago. Now, today as a relationship, they've taken so many new dimensions on. The World Wide Web's opened up the door for long-distance relationships and certainly online dating. And I think Many of you probably out there have done some online dating. So the concept of dating has changed drastically. Has it changed, though, for the better, or is it ruining the traditional idea of courtship? Or is that kind of face-to-face courtship just passe, old-fashioned? You probably know a happy couple or two who met online. I do. In fact, back in 2010, so that was a while ago, the Stanford survey that was done confirmed that about 10 million married couples in America met that way. That was a long time ago, and that was a lot back then. Many were running into love, uh, the love of their life online. Um, Maybe not so much at the coffee shop or the bar anymore, or maybe not even in college. But, you know... Even more has changed uh, now in 2010. And so um, now we have also the rise of the infamous hookup culture. And I have to tell you a funny story about myself real quickly. Um, Do you know what hookup means? Um, I did not a few years ago. And I was talking to one of my daughters um, about the fact that I had hooked up with a friend, and I said it more than once, and my daughter said, Mother, do you know what that means? And I went, no, and she said, you need to stop saying that. So the hookup culture is one that accepts and encourages casual sex encounters, one-night stands, other kind of things, Um, not necessarily um, with a lot of emotional intimacy, bonding, or commitment. So uh, I learned that day not to use that term um, when I was talking about uh, a friend, a girlfriend, or a boyfriend that I had met for coffee or something like that. So anyway, 
you know, I've had a lot to learn. So before we really get into this, because I do have so much good information to go over with you, um, I wanted to just let you know you can give a call. We'd love to hear about your experiences with this. one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. But before we get to the phones, I want to talk to a couple of people who are here in the studio. Um, the first person I think we have is Liz Gill. Everybody knows Liz. In fact, she is in a little trouble with me for talking about deleting my show. So in legal terms could go on. <laughs> it was a good show, I will say. But Liz, thanks for joining us. Oh, well, happy to be here. I was I dated before the online business, but I do have two quick, well, three quick stories. My brother was widowed and went, decided to go online in 2013 mm-hmm. and lived in a rural area. Mm-hmm. And so he put in, you know, 10 miles, didn't find anybody he was interested in. 50 miles, didn't find anybody he was interested in. 100 miles, didn't find anybody he was interested in. 250 miles. Wow. So yeah. from central Arkansas to Nashville. And he met someone that way and they clicked it off. And within the year, they were married. Wow. This yeah. was a second relationship yeah. for, for both of them, but they both were individuals uh, who knew what they wanted and had a lot in common. And I think it cut through. Being able to say, I like this, this, and that, it, it cut through a lot of uh, noise. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was good for them. Now, I'm going to a wedding in a couple of weeks, and these are two 27, 26, 28-year-olds, and they both lived in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and they had met on an app. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the girl was happened to be out of town when they matched or however it works out and they messaged back and forth quite a lot because they did realize that they uh, had a lot in common and and didn't want the other to move on right. a, until they could actually see each other face to face and uh, I'm not sure how long that was but then now they're getting married now I I have two at least two kids of mine that aren't in relationships, and I think both of them have used apps or websites or or online sites to come up with dates. And yeah. uh, I think, as the saying goes, they've had a lot of first dates, yeah, but yeah. Uh, haven't really found. Found that perfect Found that person, person. And, yeah. And yeah. I've offered to pay because I kind of think you, you get what you pay for. And if you find a site, they have a lot of different websites that cater to maybe a, a persuasion or an ethnicity or a religion or just the fact that you pay yeah. gatekeeps yeah. some folks. And yeah. I've, I've offered to them, hey, if you're if you're serious and you want to find a relationship rather than just a bunch of dates, I'd even offer to foot the bull, foot the bill for, <laughs> for a couple of months. That was Freudian. <laughs> now, so, um, yeah, there's, there's several things. The fact that they've had lots of 
one day, it's, I think, points to something. You might find the perfect profile online, um, and that person may just look exactly like what you would love to have. But then when, when the real deal comes about, perhaps um, it's not exactly what you wanted, right? Right. So, well, thank you, Liz. I know you have to go off and do many other things. We'll make comment about that. I think... Well, you have all the knowledge I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, wonderful for your brother because um, to to know that, you know, when you live in a rural area, there there might not even be any unmarried person interested in getting married um, near you. And the connection so was, was uh, yeah. strong enough that uh, uh, my lovely sister-in-law, uh, she did uh, uproot her life to move yeah. to where he was, but then they bought a second house so that she goes back frequently to visit grandkids. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Now, we're going to move to somebody, no offense, Liz, but a little bit younger. <laughs> Rob Lane, who is the executive producer of Mississippi Edition, and does an awesome job. And he, oh, thank you. Yeah, and Rob's moved down from Massachusetts, New York, and down you here in wonderful Mississippi. A little different, mm-hmm. huh? A little bit, a little warmer, yeah. which is great. <laughs> well, talk to us some about your thoughts and experience about online dating well you know i'm not sure i'm necessarily entirely your guy i know there are some you know some people in my age group you know 23 24 25 year olds who have really extensive online dating experience and to be honest and frankly i'm kind of happy about this i can't necessarily say that i can say that's true of me but i certainly have friends who have done plenty of online dating i have a smaller pool of friends who have actually met someone via online dating and certainly uh you know amongst us young people us younger people (laughs) uh you know uh, dating online is a major part of how you meet people in 2022 well, I want to ask you, and and listeners, I'm asking you too. Feel free to call in. But it seems to me, I know that with um, even doing um, WebEx and Zoom calls, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I do when I get ready for a call. I want to make sure the background's straight, the lighting's good, that my hair looks okay. Everything is going to be as good as I can make it because I really, you know, I. I, I, I don't like looking at myself in, you know, on those Zoom calls, but I haven't figured out how to get rid of my face. Sure. Um, so, um, so, do you think there's some danger in having that perfect profile that you lay out, and and then it's really not you? Well, I do think the interesting thing there, I think it's a valid point. I think it's a fair criticism. I would push back against that a little bit by Mm -hmm. saying that back in the olden days before we even had the Internet, when you went out to a bar or a party (laughs) or a normal place with other real life human beings to try to meet someone, of course, you would put on your best dress or your best tie and you would do your makeup perfectly and you would spend, you know, hours on your hair and you would pull out that perfume that you only wear twice a year because it costs like $200. So I think. In any kind of a dating scenario, you're always trying to put your best self out there, perhaps even a slightly artificial best self out there. And I think in some ways that's actually kind of a wonderful part of the courtship process because it lets you be 
sort of briefly for a moment in time the best version of yourself that you can possibly be and try to make a connection with someone in that persona. And so I think in some ways online dating is an exaggeration and a a step further in that direction, but it's really not all that different from what we've been doing for hundreds of years anyway. Wow. You are so right. I mean, I was thinking as you were saying that, you know, I had a girlfriend who who wore a, a long blonde wig <laughs> on a date. Um, this was many years ago. And um, and the guy broke up with her after he found out that hmm. she didn't have that long, beautiful wow. blonde hair. Wow. And she was devastated. And I said, so just be yourself. Quit doing that. You know, it was one of those one of those sad things that had happened and she was a perky wonderful person um but anyway thank you for your insight i think you may have spurred some listeners to kind of think about some of the criticism that's been out there for the online dating but i think let's go to our first break um callers call in let us know what your thoughts are you heard from liz and rob and so now join in the conversation and let's talk a little bit more about what do you think has happened to courtship is it still a good thing is it still happening are people just trying to do the proverbial hookup all right. Give us a call, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and we'll be right back. On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health, and tips on how to stay active. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit and Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back, and thanks for listening. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and we're talking about online dating. Has courtship changed a lot? What do you think about it? Do you get to see the real person when you're in um, an, an, in a dating app? Do you Have you had an experience with it? Was it a positive one? Are you frustrated with ending up with a date with someone who really wasn't what you thought they were? Give us a call, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. You can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. Well, we're going to go right on to the phones. We have Mikey from Mobile. Hi, Mikey. Good morning. Good morning. This is such a fascinating topic to me. Um, uh, yeah, there are so many things that come to mind with this. Um, first of all, uh, I have sympathy for the folks who are who are living, you know, in this age of um, 
Yeah, just just past teen courtship, shall we say, or whatever. You know, I'm I'm the product of a teen mother and and a very young father, um, first of seven. Uh, so <laughs> things have changed. They have they? changed a lot. They really have. The, uh, another thing that I'd like to bring up is that um, uh, I don't like the term hookup because <laughs> to me that reminds me of my dogs, and they're. Their ears are perking up as I even said that, okay? Um, I'm sure that it's possibly, you know, it's probably just, you know, a difference in um, slang. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, apparently it's not an, an, it's a commonly used term, and and I I know. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I ain't that stupid. Come on, (laughs) (laughs) come on. But the the other thing that I wanted to mention is the the problem with it seems to me, uh, and I'm not a scientist, uh, but you know I love science and I listen to and and study everything I can from every every form of sciences, and the pheromonic thing has apparently been pretty dang important with our anthropological development. So, well, absolutely. I'm back up and, and, and leave it at that, all right? Well, thanks, Mikey. Yeah, no doubt. Obviously, sexual attraction is, is a big thing. And, and certainly, when, when you're looking at profiles, you're interested in that person making you feel warm and fuzzy inside and all of that. Um, but, yeah, what, what more... Um, is there, and, uh, you know, once you get beyond that. Now, can you do that online? Certainly. You can get to know somebody online. You can get to to know know somebody on these um, dating sites. Um, so it's not all about just meeting somebody online, um, but it's also getting to know them. Well, let's stay on the phones. We have Raymond and McGee. Hi, Raymond. Hi. Well, tell us. I was, uh, <laughs> I was married for about seven years, uh-huh. and uh, we finally got a divorce. And with her saying that uh, she missed uh, uh, her previous boyfriend, which she would never see again ever. So now we're both moving along, and I, uh, I'm. Uh, not suggesting that uh, anyone get married in the context that uh, we did in, uh, let's say, the 50s and 60s. Um, it's not a good idea. It doesn't serve the, uh, the husband fairly. Um, now, I am, uh, I am uh, a nudist. And an atheist, which means that I probably won't find the person I'm looking for. I'll probably be losing myself and find myself a lot the rest of my life. Well, you know, Raymond, not necessarily. Um, there, there are people who. Um, who are interested in both of those areas, I will tell you, out there. They may not, there may not be a lot of people um, around you locally, but that is another reason that often people 
decide to try online dating is because they they don't feel like they have a lot of commonness with people around them or they're just not people who are available around them. So you do have an interesting lifestyle, I will say. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I have tried the online dating. Uh, they were. And what happened? Uh, I, didn't, didn't, I didn't have any uh, anybody find anybody that was uh, yeah. interesting or truthful about uh, who they were. <laughs> Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, I'd like to hear from other listeners about that. Did you did you find it difficulty to find difficult to find somebody that was honest with their profile once you once you met them, or did it seem like somebody was making up a false person? Now, like we heard from Rob Lane earlier um, in the show. Very clearly, um, even before online dating, people want to put their best foot forward. So you are going to tell the best things about yourself. But are you going to tell lies? And and because to what end is that? If you really are just looking for something casual and nothing long-term, maybe that's okay. But if you're looking for a long-term relationship, it's probably dangerous because you'll end up having somebody um, discover that you really aren't who you said you were. Uh, Right? All right. Well, let's stay. Thanks for calling, Raymond. Um, That was was interesting, and and I bet you're going to spur a little conversation. Um, But let's stay on the phones. We have Steve in Boonville. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, many, I'm sure many listeners uh, will consider me, and I will welcome welcome the uh, comment that I am quite old-fashioned when it comes to dating because I believe in, in the old-fashioned ways, and I believe in spending time to nurture a relationship, and to an extent you may do it online, but... So, so much more is involved in, in, uh, in uh, I hate to use the term, in messing around with someone else's emotions. Mm-hmm. Romance is not something to play with, mm-hmm. because especially when a woman hears a man say, I love you, mm-hmm. if her feelings are similar, she's going to start building her world around his words. And the point comes in time when he takes those words back. He's going to be pulling the rug right out from under her feet. Her world's going to crumble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's nothing, nothing to play with. And, and to me, the, the the online method is is somewhat of a shallow method because if if you can't find someone, um, if, if you're not able to find someone conveniently within a short distance, and I'm a Christian, and I believe God's going to bring the right person into your life when He knows it's what you need. And I'll, I'll just end it with saying romance is nothing to play with. Well, um, Steve, you, you, I'm sure that resonates with many listeners who perhaps did have their hearts broken over something um, like that when someone was being um, casual and saying words that they didn't mean just to get someone to do something that they wanted them to do. You know, get them 
and to bed or whatever. So I appreciate you saying that. And I think probably many people out there um, appreciate that, that um, to do something like that, to play with someone's emotion, to manipulate them, is is very selfish and can be not just hurtful but pretty devastating. So um, thank you for pointing that out. Um, I do think, though, that um, this is my opinion, that that online dating is here to stay. I think that meeting people online is is probably here to stay. Um, Steve, I believe what you said. I think sometimes people, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But sometimes just increasing the likelihood of having something good happening is what people are trying to do out there. So... Um, yeah, the old-fashioned way was good, but as Rob pointed out, you know, everybody didn't always put their be- their their real <laughs> face forward before, right? Um, that, that is, that is that true. Is, I mean, you are trying to sell yourself. You are trying. You've got to be careful about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Steve, for calling. I appreciate your insight. Well, listeners, um, we have some open lines. We have one call waiting. We're going to get to see in a minute. But let me give you the phone number. We want to hear from you and what your thoughts are. Um, is is the old-fashioned way the way we need to get back to? Do you think that there's any way that we could get back to that? Um, give us a call, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. Okay, let's, before the break, let's go on to Sue in Beaumont. Hi, Sue. Good morning. <clears throat> yes, this previous caller was saying God has a person for everybody. If, if God has a person for me, he better get on the ball because I'm old. I'm <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, get on it here. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, you know, I watched this TV show, 90 Day Fiance. Uh-huh. You ever watched that yeah. show? No, I've never watched it. I've heard of it, though. Well, that's where the, these men and women meet people overseas and, and, and go all over the world to meet these, their their uh, you know love of their life and you know, they always wind up disappointed and um yeah I'm wondering why they don't just go go down the block go next door go somewhere where you can speak the same language and have the same culture and not have to go through all these uh, hoops to try to get along with somebody and then not get along and but it's just it's, it's hilarious to see some of these old people trying to find romance these young women or young dudes overseas you know yeah yeah well that can be very dangerous because you really especially the overseas you truly do not know if it is even a man or a woman it's hard to check that out now you know you can do some online searches now you can google a person's name and see if it seems that they're real but it's everybody doesn't come up and so sometimes it can be very difficult to know know what's out there but Sue I will tell you that that there are plenty people in their 80s and I saw a, a couple recently in their 90s who had found each other and and um, connected so yep and got married um, interesting right <laughs> you know what before we go to break Sue and I want to tell you 
you think about a 90 or 80 year old looking at a dating site, but at that age, I hate to say it, but companionship. Maybe they just want someone to be around, someone to mm-hmm. talk to. Their kids, their grandkids or great-grandkids are yeah, living their like lives. It. Right. And they just need someone, uh, some companionship. So I don't think anything's wrong with that. But like uh, Dr. Butcher said, being really careful because there are some predators out here and they can befriend right. an older person and uh, take use incredible them and take their money. Advantage yes, of them. yes, yeah. yes. So that's something we definitely want to be on the lookout for. So thanks for calling, Sue, as always. And thank you um, for letting us point that out because um, you have to be careful. You want to make sure nobody's going to take advantage of you. All right. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we'll continue on the phones. We have Steve in Mobile. Steve, hang in there. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the challenges and benefits, maybe, of online dating, meeting people socially online. This is Relatively Speaking. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jason Klein from Fix It 101. If you ever thought about changing a doorknob or fixing a leaky faucet, some jobs just aren't that difficult, and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back, and thanks for listening. This is Relatively Speaking. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and we're talking about online dating, meeting people online, and and having a good, long-lasting relationship, and maybe sometimes the pitfalls there. So we're going to go back to the phones. We have Steve in Mobile. Hi, Steve. Thanks for waiting. Hi. How are you? Great. Great. Um. So I would like to offer sort of a counterpoint to uh, the Steves that preceded me. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, I, well, one, while I think it's fantastic that, you know, especially older people are able to get out of their sort of social enclaves and, you know, rediscover relationships later in life, I, 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 I certainly don't think that it should be, you know, the domain exclusively of younger people, but... We are having a conversation about a, 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 a sociological phenomenon that largely involves young, younger people, and most mm-hmm. people calling in and discussing this sound like uh, septuagenarians. Uh, <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, from, from from the millennial perspective, one, we're not teenagers. I'm 39 years old. <laughs> so right. I, we're, we're not children. We know what we're doing. Right. We're engaging in responsible behavior. Um, the, the thing is, uh, we we and the generation under us, we grew up in a much vastly more connected world than our parents and their parents. Um, and with the, the upside of that, it, which includes you know phenomena like online dating, there's the downside of that, which includes the 24-hour news cycle. So, in the world that we have grown up in, not only is 
online dating is we, we, we live in, in a world where we, we've seen 20 years of war and unprecedented uh, social and economic and healthcare crises um, that kind of have shifted the way we view life mm-hmm. and the way we view relationships. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then on top of that, um, it, it, I've noticed that a, a major cornerstone of the uh, entertainment and popular culture that we were exposed to uh, as, as we were growing up, a lot of it was yuck, 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 I hate my wife, ain't that funny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 it lampshaded the ludicrous unsustainability of irrevocably tying yourself to another human being for the rest of your mutual earthly existence. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, are you... So, Steve, are you saying that it's not likely that um, that that you don't believe that individuals can um, find a mate that will be that forever mate? Either way, oh, I, 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 I know they can. I mean, yeah. my great grandparents were together for 80 years. My grandparents were together for 60 years. My parents have been together for 40 years and they're still going strong. That, obviously, it exists. Um, but I don't think, especially for, I mean, this is MPB. We're, most of us are in rural areas. Mm. I live in the middle of nowhere. And I got to <laughs> tell you, I got nothing in common with most of the people. Right. Right. In, in, in a 50-mile radius. I mean, yeah. They're all fantastic. All the ones that I've met, you know, I lost my neighbors. They're wonderful, fantastic people, but I have nothing in common mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if, if I weren't happily married, which I am, and I were looking for a partner, I, I, <laughs> I would have no pickings. I hear you, and I think that, that there are a lot of people in your position, not just in Mississippi, but perhaps in other areas of the country where either they live in such an isolated area or they've moved to an area where they don't have a lot of commonness um, with others. And so um, that's where I think that um, social media, online dating, meeting people, being able to reach out um Across the country and perhaps the world, although there's some dangers there, um, <laughs> I, I think it's marvelous. I really do, and I think it has broadened everyone. It really is. Yeah, we've gone from, for example, in my grandparents' day, where uh, you you could have, you know, they lived in a little town called Muscatine in Iowa, and you went to Milwaukee, what twenty minutes away, and you had a whole different culture because mm-hmm. there just wasn't a whole lot of crossover. Right, and now, we 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 kind of have a, a, uh, I don't know, a more of a, a monoculture that I, I think is uh, it's it's conducive to a happy and healthy and cooperative society. Mm. I like that, Steve. That's a very positive twist <laughs> on it. And I do, I do think that um, you know I live in a, a small town, 
and and I'm probably a bit different than many of the people in the small town in which I live. So I um, and and I do, you know, I love to travel, but but I do um, a lot of online communication with others, not dating. I'm happily married, but um, but I do like being able to reach out to people in other areas of the country, and, and I think it expands all of our our horizons a bit so yeah living in the future is pretty awesome yeah (laughs) steve thanks for being a maybe not baby 39 year old you may be one of the younger ones now um ron who commented earlier i mean rob rob who commented earlier is is actually what 20 24 i think yeah 24 so, I can't really call myself one of the younger ones anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks so much for joining Thank the conversation. You. Have a fantastic day. You too. Okay, well, we have another treat for us within this room. We have Jay White. Um, and um, Jay just informed Michelle and myself that his wife that he adores and he's very happily married. How did you meet her, Jay? Um, met her online. Yeah. And, uh, let's see. <clears throat> I need to change microphones. Sorry. Oh, there you go. I've never done this before. Um, <laughs> uh, met her online, had a match.com profile. And it was, uh, after my first marriage. Um, and I, uh, you know, <laughs> Whether it had anything to do with Match.com, I guess sort of kind of did. But to me, it was like a uh, the the way the whole situation played out was, uh, you know, it was a God thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it had uh, maybe that was uh, the having an online profile was the vehicle, but mm-hmm. it's not what did it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't think my specific situation because everything it moved so fast mm-hmm. um, that. You know, it, it, I would not say that my experience is typical. Mm-hmm. Results are not typical, is what they would put in tiny right. letters. Results are not typical. Time yeah. Using an online dating yep. site app, yep. what were your concerns going in? Were you apprehensive? Nope. Didn't have really? any. Uh, here, well, here was my approach. I, um, my first marriage lasted eight years. And during that time, I was the only person in my house that worked. Mm. And uh, so I had um, two jobs, a wife and four children that were all under the age of eight. So uh, I didn't have a social life at all. Uh, No time really to spend with friends or anything like that. And um, if I was going to uh, characterize my first marriage, I would say that I was um, uh, used for uh, all of my perceived worth and then discarded when that was over. I was fired for my job. And so at that point, I just I wanted to use the platform to be around new people. Mm-hmm. And that's the way yeah. – uh, I mean, I don't I, – I didn't say, hey, I want to make new friends. I just, mm. I, I basically, and this is how I laid it out. I was like, I just want to, I want to hang around new people. I want to meet yeah. new people. Good. I want to be around different faces. I want to hear different stories. 
I want to learn new stuff. I want to be in new places. And I was, you know, that's that was basically it. And I was very forward with, with like, this is, I'm not. Looking for it. You, know, you weren't I'm looking not, for a wife. Right, right. I got it. And I, I wasn't it. looking for, like, a, a, relation, a romantic relationship. A, a romantic or oh. anything like that. I wasn't okay. looking for, like, hookups or anything right. like that. And, um, I mean, if that stuff happened, so be it. Um, you know, that stuff would play itself out. But yeah. you know my my motivation was quite literally just to just to, to get out of the house <laughs> and, and good meet for new you. People. And you know I think I hope our listeners are really listening because <laughs> because this is important. If you are feeling lonely, if you feel alone and lonely, then what a great vehicle to just meet new people. Now, uh, knowing you, and, just, the other thing is is that. Uh, you know, for a majority of my adult life, I've worked in sports radio. That's mm-hmm. an extremely and in sports in general. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, the the people hanging around those things is like ninety nine point nine percent guys, right? So this was this. I mean, <laughs> I needed to see not guys. You know, I'm not trying to like <laughs> I need a bunch of women around me and all this kind of stuff. But it was like I need to see, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I need to not be around. Machismo all the time. Yes, you know what I'm somebody who's yeah. yeah. I was going to say something crude, but I won't. I need to, I need um, to have a little less testosterone yeah, around me at yeah. all times. Yeah, <laughs> because that that kind of diversity is nice. I have a couple of questions for you, Jay. Oh, okay. So, when you did your profile, were you honest? Were you completely honest? Yeah. And knowing you, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. Oh, well, I think you would just think. be you. <laughs> be you. And did you find that um, this wonderful woman that you've married is was also honest on her profile? Was there something that surprised you after you really got to know her? Uh, yeah, she was she was honest. Uh, and the reason that I say I, it was, uh, you know, us being us finding each other was bigger than, uh-huh. than the dating platform was that uh, it was just so much of what made our what has made our relationship great is just circumstantial stuff that's you know like she was um, when we met what are we talking about 37 38 I had never been married and didn't have kids and what? I mean, I already had four. Yeah. And so this is when you when you're coming out of a marriage with four mm. kids and you're trying to meet slash if this works out, we can date. You know, when do you break that out on somebody? <laughs> you know, and that's really yeah. difficult because you just don't clobber them all. You clobber them over the head with that right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. But at the same time, if you keep that in your pocket too long, that's v- extremely disingenuous. Right. Uh, it's almost entrapment to a certain extent. And so that was, and she, you know, when I, I thought I, you know, when, when the timing was right, I thought, all right, this, we're at the point where I need, she needs to know about this. And she's, you know, didn't check up at all. And so I just, and I don't, that's almost seems crazy, but you know, and, and in my life, she's been an amazing stepmother. Yeah. Um, awesome. Way beyond the call of duty. Yeah. And, um, so it's just like, you know, there's. 
it was a meant to be thing that was put together by uh, way higher power than me or Match.com. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> but go. But that's the vehicle that, that was used. That's beautiful, yeah. and it it just seems. Uh, I'll just say, Steve. Um, I think you earlier, one of the Steves said the God thing um, happens, and I, it can. Ha- I think it can happen online, um, just as much as it can happen face to face. That you can find that special individual. But I do think. Um, like I said in the beginning, I, I'm sure Jay put a good picture <laughs> online and all that. But I think, you know, being honest, being who you are, because that's where you're going to fail finding somebody who is right for you if you put a foot forward that is really not you, because then somebody is thinking mm-hmm. they that there's somebody else. And, you know, I think one issue that so many of us have often is the, um, thinking that we have to be that perfect profile and that everybody wants the same thing. And everybody doesn't want the same thing. What what Michelle might think is perfect in a man might not be what I think is perfect in a man. I mean, you know, do you... It, it, or what even one of my sisters found perfect in a man would not be the right match for me. Well, everybody, we're all individuals. So right. that is the reason why we're human. We're all different. <laughs> I wanted to, You talked about um, dating sites. A great movie to watch for Valentine's, everyone, is, and don't forget, fellows and ladies, Valentine's Day is Monday. Do something that's unique to your uh, significant other. Don't just arbitrarily go buy chocolates and flowers. Do something that's special to them. Uh, Marshall talked about cleaning the house for his wife uh, because she was out of town when she came home to a clean house. That's the love language. Do something that's your love language in right. your relationship. Right. Perfect. But this movie's called Love Hard. I watched it on uh, Netflix, Happenstance. It was great, but they were catfished. Uh, she, she was. They were. She was. Cat, she was catfished, but it turned out at the end that um, she ended up going for the small little Asian guy who lives in his parents' basement. Mm. But the picture he put up was of this hunky, good-looking guy in his town. Mm. She lived in L.A. They were in a small town in New York. She went to New York to surprise the hunky, good-looking guy for Christmas yeah. and found out he was a short Asian guy living in his parents' ba- uh, basement. Yeah, It's a very good comedic love story about dating sites and being catfished. Yeah. And it's called Love Heart on Netflix. Oh, I would say fun. watch it. But it's really good, and it talks about the um, ups and downs of love uh, dating sites and how what can really happen yeah. if you get catfished. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay, we've got a couple of callers coming in. Let's go to Gary in Memphis. Hi, Gary. Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Good. I'm enjoying the show, and I just got a quick comment. Uh, I was I was married for uh, over 30 years, and then uh, got back into uh, dating. My daughter actually encouraged me to do it. And after meeting a couple of people, the comment that I was getting was that uh, I was told that people thought that I had a fake profile because it was like, well, you, I'm too normal. Yeah. I'm too normal or, or too good to be true. And, you know, your picture is real. Your profile is real. And I didn't know that there were so many supposedly fake profiles out mm-hmm. there. There are. That's been surprising in some of the, some of the people that I've met since I 
started this new thing of <laughs> online dating after being married for so long. So I just wanted to make that comment and see what you guys thought about that. I, that was, uh, like I said, a new thing for me. Are you single right now? <laughs> I am. Wow. Uh, and you uh, say your profile is too good to be true? <laughs> well, that's what I just told Wow. Uh, your name is Gary from Memphis? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Michelle. Well, I mean, so crazy Gary, things have happened. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, what, what I'd like to just encourage you to do is keep doing that and, and encourage other listeners that that being who you are and really making your profile who you are is great and maybe it is sometimes seemingly too good to be true but if it's you then that's great and um yeah gary uh you michelle might want your phone number um Okay. Uh, you might want mine. Uh, actually, no. Actually. Hi, Jerry. How are you doing? We're not going to do this on this platform, but we may meet eventually. Okay. okay. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> Gary, thanks for calling. All right. Let's go to our last caller of the day. We have Tom and Brandon. We have about a minute and a half, Tom. Well, let me just say, uh, start with the fact that I'm a product of the sexual revolution, which tells you my age. But uh, the one downside, I think, of uh, online dating is there's no spontaneity. It's, you know, it's not like you see someone out there, mostly when you're younger, and there's that instant attraction. You know, maybe not love at first sight, but that instant attraction that wants you to get to know that person. So perhaps you approach them and you find out about them, and there's, there's a certain mystery to that as opposed to looking at profiles and then probably doing a Google search. Uh, you know, it's almost too analytical. I understand it probably serves a good purpose for those looking for a long-term relationship or like Liz's brother that's limited in terms of the, the mm-hmm. scope of, mm-hmm. you know, what's available in the rural area. But uh, but for my part, it seems like the spontaneity is gone. Mm. Yeah, that's another um question i think that has come up as you look into this um it has it and maybe some of that's good some of it's bad you know i think sometimes the spontaneity was was um generated from the way an individual looked if they were really attractive then then they got more um, taps on the shoulder than the not as beautiful individual and many times people missed out because they as Andy Warhol said, um, we're not falling in love with people with their eyes shut. I love that. To forget that superficial look is not always the best look, and you need to go deeper. So, well, thanks, everybody. This was a great show. And if you want to listen to the this podcast or any past episodes, just go to your favorite podcast app by searching Southern Remedy, Relatively Speaking. And this show is a production of MPB Think Radio, engineered by Michelle McAdoo, and Jay White was our call screener. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and I hope you'll join us next Tuesday at 11 for Relatively Speaking, and that you will stay tuned for NPR's Here and Now, coming up next, right here on MPB Think Radio.